Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gutowski, joined as always by... Rick White. I'm glad you kind of drug that out just a couple seconds longer than usual because I was in the middle of a yawn. So um, thank oh, you for doing that. Yeah. Not not eating tonight on the podcast. I um, no, I already ate, but I am like in a strong need of a nap. So um, like... Yeah, if I kind of pass out while we're doing this, I apologize. Okay, yeah, so this will be the lethargic version of Rick. Nice. Yes, yes, Um, exactly. Or unconscious, you know. Or unconscious, Are you lethargic if you're unconscious? I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, let's introduce our guest judges, Starla and Mick from Our Family Plays Games. How are you all doing today? Doing good. Hello, hello. Excellent. So we've been following your uh, YouTube channel since I think the fourth, I think the fourth video you all put out, you guys put out a, um, like almost like a video podcast. And I think one of the coolest things about what you all are doing on YouTube is that it feels like we're sitting in your home at your dinner table. Um, You know, your latest one was you were on the couch. It feels like you're just chilling in your house talking to you so you know, like we tell everybody it's just us you know what you're seeing yeah. is what we do every day we just talk yeah. about things and we want people to feel that way that's yeah. the whole point of it yeah so tell us about our family plays games and how it came about well we have been gaming for quite a few years and um going to different cons and different gaming events and we just weren't seeing uh, a lot of people of color there So we decided to do our own channel. Now, prior to that, we had already started Our Family Plays Games on Facebook, just letting people know that people of color participate in the board game hobby, just like everybody else and how much we enjoy it. So we decided to go ahead and go on YouTube in January of this year. And we just never had any idea that it was going to grow as much as it has so quickly. So we're happy with the growth and we're happy that we're getting more people to come into the hobby of color who may have felt um, isolated from the hobby. Now they're feeling more welcome. And so yeah. we're, we're doing everything we want to do. That is very cool. Very cool. And I love that it's a it's a family thing. I love that it's the two of you and then yeah, also yeah. your son, Grant. You know, it's it, it's a family affair, you know, when you get around the game table. He's our video editor and our director and our producer. Yeah. And, and, and oh, really? Nice. We don't want to miss the family element of our family plays yeah. games. We yeah. said family plays games because, again, we would go to cons and we wouldn't see families. Yeah. We, we see a lot of individuals. Yeah. Yeah. We see a lot of guys. I want to see families because that's what we've always done growing up. We could always play games as kids, mm-hmm. you know, in our own household. Mm-hmm. And I, I love seeing families come together with this. Yeah. 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 One of the first times that our family, um, you know, uh, one of the first times our family went to a convention, we actually got an email a couple days later after the convention. It was a small convention in Atlanta. And we got an email saying, hey, we loved having your family there. And we actually want more of a presence for families in the convention. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something that runs multiple times a year. And he was very complimentary of the way our kids interacted with people and played games. And uh, it was cool to see that there are people out there who want families to interact at conventions and it's it's been really really cool one of our favorite conventions is actually uh usually takes place in the summer in july uh called southern fried gaming expo and me and my son went last year um in july it was so much fun and him just playing games and playing video games and pinball um it just it, it made the whole summer for us 
That's cool. You know, because, you know, when we go to certain cons, you know, here and there, they always have family day on the Sunday when everything's winding down. But yeah, we would yeah. love for them to, see, you know, just kind of integrate that with just the whole con, you know, every day, you know, make it you yeah. want families to be there from day one to the end, you know. We would love to see that. Well, hopefully channels like ours and yours and, you know, so much tantrum house and the yeah. family gamers, hopefully all of these channels are helping people see how great it is to be around the game table with our yeah. kids. Ryan, I need you to stop connecting so personally with our judges or they're going to start liking you more. So um, <laughs> I'm not liking this unfair advantage. Rick, this is how I win the game. This is how I do it. I took a nap for two minutes. I come back and you guys are still connecting to each other. And oh yes. man, it's not okay. <laughs> All right. So so Starla, Mick, uh, this is how the game works. Rick is going to pitch a board game. I'm going to pitch a board game. Your chosen theme today uh, was worker placement games. Mm -hmm. So we're going to pitch two games using that mechanic and then you all have to ask us some questions about our game pitches and then give us a final judgment on which game was the least crappy game pitch okay. but first before we start we've introduced a new thing where we where we ask our guest judge a random question out of a list of 250 possible questions your question is what's the best type of cheese oh wow, oh, wow. Best, type. best type of cheese Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'm a sharp cheddar girl, mm. so I love sharp cheddar. Okay. Uh, okay. What's, what's that? Gouda? Gouda. 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 Gouda is good. Gouda is good. I was going to go right. with Wiz. No, Cheese Wiz is. Oh, my God. Rick, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a classy fellow. That's, not, That's, That's not cheese, man. Well, it, you, you know <laughs> what? I, I mean, I can't help who I am. Um, actually, it would probably be the cheese that they have at Taco Bell inside the cheesy gordita crunch. That's oh right my goodness! That's some scary Rick stuff. Just, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, scary. yeah, it comes out of a tube or a bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Most of my cheese comes out of a bag. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> so, Rick, since you don't know cheese, you might know something about board games. Why don't you pitch us a game? Oh, that's adorable that you think that. All right. Um, <laughs> so, my game is going to continue in the uh, same universe as uh, a few games that have been released in the past few years, the Tiny Epic series. So my love game is it, called Tiny Epic Characters. Yeah. Um, in many big cities around the world, you'll find plenty of tourist destinations, and at those tourist destinations, you'll find people dressed in bad costumes of popular characters. In this game, you'll be playing as the people inside of those costumes, placing your meeples all over a small city map, trying to attract the most people and make the most money. At the start of each day, a set of conditions are drawn that show you where the people of a certain category will be. Um, perhaps it's all the kids are in one spot because a new toy store is opening, or maybe a boy band is performing in town and all the teenagers want to go there. You'll also know that the number of people that will be coming on the board that day, but you won't know exactly um, how many for each category are coming out. So you'll have a little bit of information, but there's still some that's a little bit secret. Players then draft in kind of a snake uh, order draft thing, uh, different costumes. So you're going to have some classics like um, a Hello Kitty costume. You'll have an Elmo costume. You'll have an Iron Man costume. But these will all be slightly off of to where they can't sue us. So we're going to have the, like, it's going to be called, like, Aluminum Guy. And um, he's going to look like Iron Man, but not be Iron Man. Just enough 
for us not to get sued. Um, now, the reason that this is tiny and epic is because I'm thinking and inspired by the tiny epic mech series in which you put meeples inside of suits. So what we're going to do is we're going to have each costume in the game is going to have a plastic version that you can put your meeple inside of, and then you will put it on the board at those uh, locations, trying to attract the people that you think will be going this. So maybe Elmo is for the kids, maybe Elvis. Uh, if you've got, if you're trying to attract our greatest generation, um, you know, if whatever you need to do in those different spots where you think you'll get the most. Um, yes, no, that's the next generation. This is the greatest generation. Um, for the next generation, you'll dress up as Picard. Um, but then, uh, you get two meeples, uh, each round, you'll get points for the people that you attract. And you'll also, um, in between rounds, if you, whichever player does the, there'll be bonus power-up cards. And so the player that does the worst gets first pick of those cards after each day. And those can do things that will um, maybe you put a stink bomb where your opponent's trying to go, or maybe you're improving your costume. And that's going to, in the deluxe version, take on the form of accessories that you can add to your costume. And at the end of the game, the player with the most points wins. And that is tiny epic characters. Rick, I got to tell you, that's crappy. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> that's crappy, it is man. Good and crappy that's, right that's there. That's crappy. That's crappy. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I'm going for here is, but crappy, but slightly not as crappy as Ryan's is usually. Because Aluminum Man, that, that'll make uh, some people mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> aluminum, aluminum, aluminum guy. We're not even going to use man. We got to really well, avoid guy. those. Yeah. That's there you work. go. That's yeah. Elmo is going to be, uh, <laughs> almost just very guy. Very thing. Very thing. Mo- Moel, but that was going to just turn into mole, and I think that's oh. a little bit. <laughs> I don't think we want mole. Um, no. So, yeah, I mean, and then I think Elvis. Can we just do Elvis? Because everybody dresses up as Elvis. I think sure. we keep Elvis, right? Um, but I'm imagining these costumes will be pretty cool yeah. for our little meeples, um, but very off-brand, so we don't get sued. Or maybe we partner with Funko Pop. Uh, they got the brand names to like everything, right? So we'll be yeah, fine. all the licenses, yeah. At the very least, we could have Golden Girls in there, you know, so then we'll be good. Scott Holmes, if you, if you are out there, please do not listen to him. Please <laughs> do not listen to him. No. I love this idea. I love this idea that the board is almost like it's probably like what I would imagine like a miniature version of, you know, Times Square looks like. Yeah. And it's just bright and colorful and really outlandish. Oh, yeah. certainly. All right. So are you all ready for a better game pitch? Yes. 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 Oh, whoa. No, that was too emphatic. Too quick. Resounding. resounding. That's starting to hurt a little bit. I think going second is going to prove prove nicely for this episode. So my my game pitch is called Publish This with an exclamation point at the end. Each player is climbing the ranks as a new great publishing company. The game takes takes us back to the day when books were printed on paper and not the internet. Players run up, uh, basically run an up and coming publishing company with three workers at their disposal at the beginning of the game. In the center of the table, there are uh, a couple oversized cards that will force players to travel outside of the day-to-day printing press to find new authors, attend writing workshops, conventions, um, readings for books, and even hiring interns, which is an option that's available every other year. 
every other turn. Books are created by drafting and combining cards uh, that are put that to put together a compelling story. Each book card will have points listed on it and give bonuses for being paired well with other cards. For example, the dragon storyline doesn't pair very well with the romance genre, but pairing it with a fantasy setting that'll have you rolling in the points. Players will take the books through the initial pitch, uh, illustration process, the final review with an editor, and the trick is that the editing process will actually take one of your meeples out of rotation for a full turn. This means you'll need to prepare and be ready before sending books for a final review. The game ends when when one of the publishing companies, one of the players at the table, has published five books. Um, Published books are counted as victory points, and additional points are given to companies that have gained public appeal by interacting with the public through some of the cards that are in the center of the table that give those extra points. And that is Publish This. Oh, wow. Dang. Okay, I want to play that game. I like that one. I want to play that one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like you should ask questions, but at the same time, I also feel like I won. So I don't, I, like, the <laughs> fact that, I don't like the fact that Ryan is squashing creativity like this. Like he said, <laughs> the dragon can't be in the romance novel. That's not fair. Like, why are you holding these authors back? <laughs> well, who's the? I guess it could be a Shrek donkey and. Uh, uh, it could be a Shrek situation where the donkey falls in love with the dragon. I guess that yeah. could be okay. But you yeah. have a dragon yeah. in, in romance. Sure. You know, like yeah. that, yeah. that dude is always on front of the, the romance novels all the time. What was his name? Oh, Fabi- Fabio yeah, guy? Fabio. Okay. He could be messing yeah. with a dragon. Yeah, on the front. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. I heard that Fabio has a thing for dragons, so I think that's definitely something we need to explore. <laughs> so do you have any questions for my ridiculous game, Publish This? No, no. You, you explained it very well. Yeah, that, that was I pretty good. I think you could call this game ridiculous. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, look, we're publishing books. Isn't that just wild and crazy, guys? <laughs> you're publishing books. There's nothing ridiculous about that. No, it's nothing That's ridiculous. I, I, but, but yeah, I kind of like that. I want to buy, I want to buy that game and play it. That's okay. pretty cool. Okay. Now, All right. you, Rick, Rick, your game, mm-mm, I don't know. If that came up on Kickstarter, I'm going to have to think twice. I'm going to have to think twice. Rick, I have to, you gotta, to be honest with you, we have tiny, epic games. I don't play any of them. No, she don't so play none So you already lost me when you said it was a game. So you lost me right but there. See, the minis are going to be so cool, and we all know that Kickstarter is about getting the best minis that you can get. You know, So that's the that's what I'm shooting for here. I'm going to charge 80 bucks and then I'm going to have 17 different expansions for different characters we can add. 80 bucks for a tiny epic game? Come on. Yes. It's going to be, I mean, these licensing rights are going to be expensive. I've decided we're going the licensed route. Skip, oh, skip click- aluminum guy. We're going straight to Iron Man. I'll click that uh, Kickstarter off right then and there. 80, oh, click. Nope. <laughs> Rick is shooting his game pitch in the foot. Yeah, oh, I don't, listen, this this game pitch already didn't have legs, so that's already, <laughs> no feet to shoot. <laughs> and I, I have, I think I have, I have all of the tiny tiny epics except for like two of them. And I uh, kickstarted the last two that came out: dinosaurs and pirates. So mm-hmm. I love tiny epics. So, but yours, Rick? Mm-mm, nah. 
Nah. It's okay. Hey, go hey, back hey. to the drawing board with that one. You know, 2021, <laughs> where Tiny Epic Characters is showing up on Kickstarter, I don't want to hear you coming back to me saying, you know what, it ended up being better than I thought. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you're, going, you're going the Seamon, uh, wait, oh, excuse me, come on, Rube, you know, with all those miniatures. Yeah, exactly. Nah, yeah. That's funny. That's good. So I feel like I don't even have to ask which one is the least crappy of the game pitches. I feel like uh, uh, let's just let's just set it in stone. Starla, yes. Mick, would you guys like to tell us who win this wins this pitch? Uh, it would have to be you, Ryan. The least crappy game is definitely yours. You I want I want to play public. We like yours. Okay. All right. Um, good. I like it. Sorry, Rick. You had to lose today, but listen, I skipped a nap for this and I feel like I've made a poor decision. <laughs> like that's <laughs> It was the game pitch that lost it for you, bud. So Oh, whatever. Now see so, you put in that you're telling tiny epic over there, you're telling them yeah, they can do an eighty dollar game. I'm I'm upset with you because if I see an eighty dollar tiny epic, <laughs> upset. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That might you be a good ideas. <laughs> so Starla Mick, tell uh tell the audience where they can find your YouTube channel and your Facebook page and where they can follow you online. Okay, well we're at Our Family Plays Games on Facebook, YouTube, and on Instagram. And on Twitter, we're at our underscore plays. But you can get us on those uh different uh avenues, yeah. Excellent. And be sure to check out the show notes. We'll have links to their content in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And we love the work you all are doing. Uh, be sure to check out their YouTube channel and watch it. It's excellent stuff. So um, and let's uh, be sure to check out our other podcasts and all our news, reviews, and interviews over at OneBoardFamily.com. And until next time, we will see you at the table. Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com. <laughs>